so we have a project. We have a project. We call it OM Champion Project. Dans le paquet, il n'est pas si bien en jeu face à Joël Bach et ça va être le but de Bruce Wallet. But de Wallet 1-0 pour l'Olympique de Marseille. Hello and welcome to the Marseille View. My name is Stefan and I will be hosting tonight. Um, Welcome back, guys. It's been a few weeks since we've, we've last podcasted, so we thought we would try and get a little bit of a catch-up episode going tonight. So we'll try and uh, round up some all the latest games um, on both fronts, looking at Liga and the Europa Conference League. So joining me to do that, we've got Ben. You all right, Ben? Good, good. Um, you know, it's been it's been years since we've been able to to look towards the end of a Marseille season with with excitement like this. So yeah, happy to to be debriefing. Yeah, uh, and uh, Julian, how are you, Julian? Uh, hi, Steph. Hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, just back from uh, from a lovely trip uh, from uh, that started in Marseille and uh, and uh, went around Italy and I'm back to Finland. Where everything is fine, uh, there's still snow in the field, and uh, and I'm I'm ready for another spring. <laughs> Lovely, yeah, that sounds great. Some of us just hanging out in Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> um, joke aside, um, right? So no, that sounds great. Um, yeah, so I think what we're going to do then is we'll do it a little bit different tonight. So we'll, we'll instead of going through each game in chronological order. We're just going to um, talk about the league first and then move on to the, the Conference League. So, the, as I said, there's been a lot of games since we last podcasted. And I think in the league we've had two fixtures. Um, so we had a match against Saint-Étienne some time ago, um, which we won 4-2. And obviously, um, last night's uh, Le Classique... Uh, there was Montpellier too. Montpellier. Oh, Montpellier, yeah, sorry. Montpellier... Um, Two nothing against Montpellier, and then last night's uh, derby with PSG. Um, so we'll do, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll kind of. I, I don't know if you can remember back to Saint Etienne very well, um, given it's been some time. But um, any reflections on that game? Um, we, we, we conceded two stupid goals. The game was supposed to kick off on the Saturday, got postponed because due to snow, um, and then we we played it on the Sunday, 3 p.m. Um, we went one nil down stupidly, and then we we turned the side on, and we we just had two match for them really. So, you know, we showed the difference of, of between the two teams in the table. Um, we scored four goals, could have been more. We conceded two goals that could have been avoided. Um, you know, it was it was an important win um, before before the European fixtures kicked off. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the, all there is to say for it really. A, a very very important three points. Yeah, yeah, it sucks to to live in Finland, but hell, I could be from Saint Etienne. No, just kidding. It was a good <laughs> game. <laughs> I like Saint Etienne. I really like Saint Etienne. They're almost my neighbors, so I'm just I'm just being cocky here. Um, no, it was a it, it was a good game for for us and a, one of their like not one of not one of their worst, but a, a very bad game for for them. So the 
the difference of level uh, showed a lot. Um, um, yeah, yeah, it was very entertaining. Uh, uh, six goals and yeah, some stupid, uh, some stupid errors, etc. I think, I think you, could, you could also add a special mention for one of the the best own goals you'll ever see. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, Jack, yeah. Uh, top corner there. True, brilliant. true. Well done, Colo. Like I think he could have tried that one uh, at training like hundred times. I'm not sure he would have been able to score such a nice, uh, just just nice one right in the top bin. Really, really lovely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a good goal. Um, and yeah, and I think from that game as well, I, I suppose the one sort of takeaway, I guess, is the sort of emergence of Amin Arit in, in that match, wasn't he? He had a good game and it's sort of um, the beginning of a good run of form for him, a player that's kind of really been out of the picture for much of the season, um, starting to sort of, you know, blossom finally. Um, but yeah, so that was a kind of... I guess we were expecting to win that game. It was against the not a very good side, Sintetiana, obviously a real struggling side that are facing a relegation battle. Um, so not, obviously not read too much into it, but was, yeah, conceding two goals even if away from home wasn't great. But um, the yeah, so the other fixture we were going to look at was uh, Montpellier, which is you know, kind of an interesting game. I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it was the most exciting game ever, but it was definitely a game where we were very. Um, how would you say, pragmatic and um, clearly had a plan. And we, yeah, we sort of, it was kind of like a case of go in and get the job done early and, and just, you know, keep it cool, wouldn't you say? Very, like, um, well-organised performance, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Montpellier, you know, credit to them. I mean, what I was fearing the most was Germain Cabela uh, getting a goal each, but <laughs> they both started on the bench. But I have to say, you know, they started brightly. Um, if they were, if they'd have been a bit more precise in their passing, you know, if, you can really see in that team if you had a couple of more players that, that were similar level to Savagnier, they'd they'd be competing for the top six. But um, fortunately, they only have the one and. The minute we, we, we started countering well, um, as you say, we sat back. Jackson was, was extremely important in um, in, in transition because he was playing very direct when it came to counter-attacks and both goals came from that. So Arit uh, got an assist for the first goal um, for, for a very nice uh, triangle play with, with Gendouzi and Rongier passing it, putting a free ball to him. It was great. Uh, so Arit gets the assist for Dieng and then we... We get given a, a penalty that, frankly, is, is fucking embarrassing that they had to check that VAR. I mean, it was so obvious. Um, again, another great, you know, sort of um, hold-up play by Jackson in the box. Cheeky back heel uh, for Dieng that was running clean through and he gets taken down. So once we went 2-0 up, they had, I think they had a couple of, of small chances at the end of the first half. They had a big chance beginning in the, in the, of the second half with a really bad Bouba Camara pass um, in midfield. So he he started at centre-back, actually, didn't he? Because we um, because Chiretta Tsar was taken ill just before the game. And so, yeah, he, he just played out really badly. Gay misunderstood. Lopez came out and Savanya missed the target by a whisker. But after that, they never really threatened. And, and neither did we, sadly. The second half was a bit of a, a ball fest where... Um, you know, we knew that we'd won it. I think they they took their foot off the gas because even though Germain Cabela came on, we were just controlling way too well. Um, and it was a solid win at home where where we struggled against against teams. So it was good to get a home win and a clean sheet. 
Yeah, it was nice to see uh, to see Germain and uh, Cabela after uh, such a long time from both, and uh, remembering how much I don't miss neither of them. <laughs> I was going to uh, say yeah, it was nice to see them wearing a <laughs> yeah, it's, nice to see, it's nice to <laughs> see them somewhere else. Um, I quite like Remy Cabela. I always thought he was a decent yeah, player. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was okay. He was alright. No, no. I, I'm. I don't want to say anything bad about anyone. He's, 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 one, one, one more guy was not the brightest of the lot. Huh? Again, it's, it's, it's also that. But, but he's okay. He, he, he was. He was. He, you know, he was decent at OM. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, about the game, I don't have much to add. It's, it's. Uh, I think Ben, you, you rounded up very well. Huh? It, it was a, it was a controlled performance, uh, glo- like on, on, on the whole. And um, yeah, second half was a bit, was, was, was very boring. But we controlled it. It was one game out of many because we, we were playing, uh, we were playing games like in such a, such a hectic way, like with games every three days or four days. Um, and yeah, altogether, it, it was like a, a good game inside a, a, a session of positive results where you can see that the team is getting a bit more um, globally, a bit more uh, self-confidence and a bit more uh, con- uh, control. So that was nice to see. OK, um, and so that kind of leads us into uh, last night's fixture. No, was it last night? It was Sunday night, wasn't it? Sunday night's fixture against uh, Paris Saint-Germain. So uh, this game, well, I guess, should normally be quite highly anticipated. I don't know if there was really that much appetite for it from OM fans. I don't know. Maybe we kind of knew our fate. Uh, but there was. There was. You think? There was, I, I, well, on social media and, and people I was talking to, there was a lot of, in my view, misplaced optimism um, that was okay. like, you know, because we'd, we'd come off the back of, of eight wins in a row and we'd, we'd qualified for, for the European semi-final and P- PSG, we all know they're like a wounded animal after never embarrassing exit from Champions League. Been, and, yeah, but they'd been hammering people the last few weeks. But yeah, yeah exactly, I don't know. I exactly, which is why I, I couldn't really understand this unguarded optimism. I was like, God, yeah, you know, this, know, this has got 4-0 that. Mbappe vengeance written all over it. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, so we went into... Uh, uh, the game second place, you know, um, obviously we're in good form as you said, but uh, it was a pretty terrible match. I felt I don't know, maybe you won't agree, guys, but I kind of thought it was just it wasn't a great performance from ourselves. In fact, it was quite disappointing from, from my end. The way we went into the game, we just didn't look like we were there to try and fight for any sort of um, result. We looked like we kind of went into the game with far too much respect for Paris Saint-Germain as if we'd already accepted that they were probably going to beat us and I didn't really yeah I didn't really see like much hunger until towards the end of the game like really like there's actually trying to attempt to attack in any sort of way um I mean maybe that is credit to PSG just being a lot better than us but I think uh the probably the coaches well, maybe maybe it's too easy to point a finger at him, but um, it seems like he didn't do a very good job in prepping the team for that match. Just both in the, you know, and right, you know, I guess motivating them to be to be up for the game, but also like his tactical selection, the fact that we played without a striker, and it was quite apparent in that game that that wasn't working, um, and he didn't really make any changes until very very late in the match. So yeah, I just felt a bit pissed off actually. Um, with the game, I, I just felt like that Paris team weren't 
actually playing that well. At least it didn't seem like that. Um, you know, I mean, clearly they could have scored about five goals in the first half, but um, they're missing so many chances and just obviously like just looking a bit, you know, to making a lot of mistakes themselves. And we just weren't really maybe too casual from their end, but they just weren't we weren't taking advantage of that. So yeah, I don't know. Um, how did you guys see it? Did you see it in the same sort of way as me? Is it kind of um, more of a disappointment from OM rather than, well, obviously rather than PSG just being great? <laughs> Well, uh, it, it, it's a bit difficult. There, there would be quite much to say about that game. On uh, not about the game itself, because yeah, it was globally very, very poor. But um, maybe more on try to understand what went through different, uh, like at least the respective head coaches' uh, heads. Um, if we think about San Paoli, I think the future will tell. Was it a mistake or or, or not? But I think. What Sampoli did in some ways was that he just considered that game like any other game um, in inside a very busy schedule. Uh, I think he went a bit like, yeah, okay, maybe a draw wouldn't be that bad. Uh, clearly came for a draw in a way. And to be fair, without, uh, without two decisions uh, from the refereeing and a few things here and there, you know, we, we could have gotten away with a draw deserved uh, i don't know all in all maybe not deserved but but parry was were also abysmal like you know if you consider the 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 fact that they're supposed to be uh tier one uh, championships team and we're supposed to be barely uh tier four championship championship team we maybe next year uh and 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 Papari were, were terrible. Like, okay, Neymar tried a bit. Uh, uh, M- M- Mbappe, uh, yeah, and, and the rest of the team. There was there was also no envy. They were very sleepy. I mean, apparently for them, this was the biggest play, the biggest game of the year, and one thing to try to save their season. No, I don't know if on our side we had played on 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 Thursday. Uh, still, like, okay, it was a control performance in Greece, but it was still. Uh, not many days ago, there was not so much ro- rotation in the squad, and um, uh, I don't know. I thought it, for a classic, it was definitely very disappointing. If you consider it that it was just an, an over league game with a lot of over league games to come, and and plus a European uh, a possibility for for a win in Europe. I can understand a bit better what's what Sampaoli did, and you know we know he has less uh, less resources than uh, than PSG, so yeah. But yeah, quite quite disappointing, of course. I mean, I I agree with with everything you guys have just said. I think for Sampaoli, you can blame him. So if you wanted to be in the camp of the optimistic, that um, or or agree, I agree with you, Steph. That actually, when you look back on the match, the frustration is there because the way they performed compared to the way that. Julien said they were expected to perform allegedly, you know, this was all they had left to play for, blah, 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 they wanted smashers. Um, you know, th- th- just nothing was was felt like it was a big occasion. You know, their fans were on strike. Um, it was like a fucking cathedral in, in, in the stadium. Um, I think even the, 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 well, the French and certainly the British commentators pointed that out more than once. Um, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like it was it was up for the hype, and it should have been hyped, and, and the game wasn't. But um, 
when when you look back at Sampoli, I think he, he sort of explained after the game, right? He says, you know, we were missing Minnick, so game plan A was out the window. And and you know, what 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 are you gonna do? Because to play any other way than we did tonight is suicidal in the Bag de Pass, you know. Look at look at all them results there in the last ten years. We've won once, but the, the rest of the time we've conceded on average three or four goals. So you can't, you know, you can't go there and expect that even though we're high on form and they're and they're pretty poor. As you said, Steph, in the previous weeks, you know, Messi's been getting hat tricks of assists, Mbappe's been running riots, granted against Clermont and, and shit teams. But you know, all it takes is for is for you know the VAR to 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 not chalk off a couple of their goals and suddenly they win four one on a misunderstanding, right? So I understand Sam Poli. I think it was it was it was completely deliberate on his behalf that he's looking at it going, you know what, nobody apart from some of our more optimistic fans are expecting a, a win here. Um, his his focus, as you said, Julian, I think is is preserving the group, right? It's preserving the dynamic, which is there's losing and losing. You know, there's losing four 0 because we went full suicide and played with with a striker and really tried to go for it and concede two within 15 minutes because they catch us on the break. Or there's you know we'll we'll try and nick a, a, a draw, which we we almost did. Or we'll take a we'll take a very close defeat, but you know if we were able to match them. And, and, and perform to a similar level as them for periods of the games, then the defeat won't hurt as bad as getting battered. So I completely understand his cautious approach because, you know, we we knew that we would be second with a three-point gap, whatever happens. All the other teams, Rennes had lost on Friday against Monaco. Nice had won, but they were you know, a bit further behind. Strasbourg drew. So it was one of those where you go, I'll take the loss the way it was because it was close and... Our players will will take a lot of heat, um, sorry, hype and encouragement from the fact that they they held their own. But at the same time, it's like like the first game, right? It's when they went down to ten men, we didn't go for the jugular, and that was more frustrating than than Sunday for me because you know they were down to ten men, we were at home, the stadium could have could have pushed us, but Sunday. You know that equaliser was chalked off, and I'm I'm sure that will be the next point of discussion, Steph, the refs, but. Did we deserve more? You know, we had two shots on target. Did we did we look like threatening? Did did we look like scoring? No. You know, we we outpassed them. I think we we had more possession than them at the end of the game for the first time in since Qatar bought PSG at the Parc des Princes. They were outpossessed. But you know, we did we deserve more? No. No. Um. You're right. Um. And uh, yeah, well, well said about the atmosphere. The atmosphere was dire, wasn't it? But yeah, the um, I don't agree that um, yeah, we I don't yeah I don't think you're right. I think I don't think we deserved anything from the game. But I don't I certainly don't really think there's anything any point in crying over spilled milk about the goal. Like to be honest, to me it was offside. I I can't really complain about it. But um, and even if it wasn't offside. Like we were pretty lucky because um, they they clearly could have scored more than they did, and I think probably if they, I mean maybe if they if if we had scored they would have just up the ante again. I don't know, but um, yeah, you don't, you don't know. I was chatting with someone actually, and the the the, 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 the conversation was oh, but without VAR we we draw two two. And I was like, mate, without nah. VAR they're five goals up because they have been chalked off. So yeah, you can't, you can't know. There's no way of knowing. Just take take the loss. We weren't cheaters, you know. We, we it could have gone both ways, but we didn't do enough to, to deserve more from the game in in any regards, anyway. So, 
you can't feel hard done by. It's not like we had 10 chances and, you know, you, you've got regrets. No, we didn't deserve more than, than, a, than a very, very um, lucky draw or, or a, a close defeat but that we'd never actually looked like doing more than losing anyway. Yeah, no, I agree completely with that. I, I think, um, though, I, I, I'm a bit more critical of the the way we played, though I still don't think... No, I think you're right that, yeah, like, maybe it was the sensible thing to do to avoid uh, a tanking, but I don't I don't know. I just think that, like, other teams have gotten to this PSG side. I don't think they need to be totally feared. I mean, yeah, they probably would have hammered us, but... I just don't, I don't know, I just don't think, um, I think it might have been worth the gamble because you lose three points either way, don't you? Winning, losing 2-1 or 4-1, I don't know if there's that much difference. I, I, um, I guess at, at half-time it was worth putting a striker on that. That I'll agree with. It, you know, it wasn't working first half. Well, it was working to, to the extent that we were controlling slightly and they weren't really threatening. But yeah, if you're going to lose, as you say, then, then roll the dice. You know, at least put a, a striker on with 30 minutes to go and, and try something different, even if you lose by an extra goal, at least you've tried. At least you've put a striker on and we've tried a different approach. And I think that's that's the main frustration for me is that we we once once they won two one up, we did nothing in the second half until that that free kick that led to the the, the chalks off equaliser, and it just felt like we were quite content. And it's it, that that's the most frustrating thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, so. Um, yeah, sorry, just, Julian, do you want to have the last just, one? Yeah, just a few comments to to conclude. I, I won't be super long on, on that one. But um, yeah, the, the the problem is like, I think uh, um, we didn't, I don't think we had the, 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 the physical strength to, you know, to go like super high pressing to, to press Paris, Paris for a long time and to really play that game. And if, if the the game would have been at halftime one one, I think the choices would have you know for some probably would have been also very different. Like there was not so much left in the in the second one than to try to to hang in to to, to hang out there, which we did. And you know like yeah, it, it, uh, the Saliba was was probably offside, but yeah yeah, the it's it's still a matter of you know of, of a few centimeters. I I really think that the 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 penalty for for Paris at the moment of of the game is uh, in my book quite an quite a crazy decision and quite an outlandish decision. I've heard pros and cons. I also understand why it can be why you could say it's penalty, but but I just don't understand how the events went. Like it, it happened in front of the of the ref and the ref saw nothing, and then the var the VAR calls him and don't show him. Clearly, don't show don't show him all the footage. The foot, and I don't know the rules. Has, I know the rules have changed. And did it hit the belly first, etc. It's you know it could be a penalty, but I really don't, don't understand why at this point of the match the the VAR calls the ref, and that's for that's for permanent problem with with, with VAR. It's like I still I, I wanted it and I, I I wanted something like that, but. I, I, I still don't don't understand how it works. It's just yeah, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the way that it's used. And, and yeah, the way that it's used. Like, like yeah. you, you, you know, like uh, is there a big team biases for uh, bias also for these guys in a in a van? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, I mean, on on the whole, on the whole, we didn't really deserve much more, and it was a crap game. So. You know, it's not a it, it's not a huge scandal that of course that that we don't get away with a point. 
but you know bitter taste let's say yeah okay uh okay so shall we move on to the europa uefa europa conference league i i we, we all know i can't I don't know the name of the tournament. <laughs> I just call it the We've established league. that in the last episode, haven't we? Um, Conference League. So, uh, few, we've had a few games, or a couple of games, haven't we? Um, so, Powak. Uh, right, so first leg, 2-1, Marseille. And Marseille, a game that was maybe marred by a lot of trouble. <laughs> um, and, uh, Julian, you were at the game, weren't you? So, do you want to tell mm, us? Yeah. Tell us what went down in Marseille. Wow. Well, whew, uh, quite a lot of things happened. Um, so I, 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 um, I went there. Uh, I was in the Virage Nord um, because uh, thanks to Ben, <laughs> I must say, <laughs> kudos to Ben. Uh, so I, I, I could get a, a, a ticket there. Um, I, I met yeah, up just, with, uh, just, with just to remind to everyone, I think we, we covered this in the, in the game after Angers with Alex when we, when we talked about, about the, the stands and different groups. But if anybody listens to us and wants to go to a game and, and wants to go in the Virage, d- message us, you know, let us know. And if we can help you, I, I've got contacts. I can certainly ask them if they've got tickets available in the virage. Um, but yeah, it was a sort of a last minute thing with Julien. It worked, happy you got to, to go in, in in the virage. But yeah, seemingly it was the wrong virage because that's where it all went down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I, I, I would still, uh, of course, uh, recommend it to, to people. Uh, I, I must say I was not... I was not like super. Um, also, I was on my own, so I was not. A, I, I really didn't want anything bad to happen because if you're on your own, you know, no one is looking after you, and if something happens, it's a bit of a problem. So um, I was not in danger or anything at any moment, but it was tensed. It was tensed. Uh, they, they already. It was. I, I, I went in maybe a good, good hour, hour and a half before the the kickoff <clears throat> and um there was already a big bunch of uh of fans from from power who'd been there inside for a long time and the whole the almost the whole time like uh, there was lots of hostility uh uh from marseille uh also singing uh singing some uh, quite hostile uh, songs towards power and from power and both groups like throwing stuff at each other and uh and lightning flares and and things like that and some some bomb agricole and and all that um yeah a lot of yeah i don't know i i, I guess myself at that point i was a bit disappointed in a way because I'm, I'm i'm really not a big fan of all that and for me you know like i'm i i, I come for the great atmosphere in, in in marseille but i'm i don't even think it was actually that great of an atmosphere on the whole I think because of the violence also, because it, it, I think it just takes energy away from, from everyone. Like the, the, the ones who are the more, the, the, the more, um, the more active at like, uh, you know, uh, whistling and shouting and insulting and, and lightning flares and stuff like that. Well, there is less, there is much less, uh, uh, energy left for coordination between groups for, for singing. And you can see everything is a bit more, e- e- even the, when we made the TIFO and everything, you can see that it's, it was a bit more complicated and because people are um, are dissipated, you know, there is a bit of tension and bad tension and etc. And I think the whole atmosphere in a way, like the positive atmosphere kind of suffers from, from that. 
so no no not a big big fan uh, not a big big fan um also of course when Pauk scored their goal uh, early in the second half after showing us nothing you know like football wise um yeah it kind of also a bit killed uh, the atmosphere then then it was a bit bit harder for uh, for, for 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 you know for for lots of singing and etc um um but yeah i don't know it was still great i, I of course I, I totally don't regret it. it 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 was it was great okay um i just just look thinking about the game like we it's a, it felt a bit like uh, the first leg felt a bit like we um had potentially wasted a a really good opportunity to kill the tie you no know, in the first the first leg because we were really in control of the game and then conceding the second goal just felt, I mean, it was, we really didn't need, I mean, we didn't need to do that. We shouldn't have done that, wouldn't you say? We kind of let, we we left it open going into the second leg and we should have had it really wrapped up. I, I, I thought um, yeah, we I mean, were the, the, really solid until that moment. Yeah, the, that first half, I mean, granted the opposition was piss poor, right? But honestly, the first half, even, even Payet's, that I've been bashing and, and again reminded that the quality of the opposition was dire, but Payet had one of his best halves in 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 months. And you know, he was he was the Payet from the beginning of the season, linking up well, quick, nifty passing. Um, you know, he scored for me a contender for, for the Pushcast award. It was a hell of a fucking half volley on, on, on a corner from under. Um, you know, fantastic goal that, that only he can score. Um, and it, at that moment, as you say, Steph, you felt like we were untouchable and, and you felt like we were going to hammer them for three or four nil. But as usual, similarly to against Basel and Basel were more threatening, granted. But, you know, we took our foot off the gas and from a stupid, um, you know, sort of hesitation by Gay plays it out to Payet on the edge of our area. He tries to take it under, under control. Gay should have cleared it. Payet's surrounded by three Greek players. They they get it back and, and score from their only shot of the game. But you know that's that's the story of Marseille this season in Europe is uh, over domination and and don't capitalise. And that's why we went out of the Europa League for the same reason, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So shall we move on to the second leg then? Uh, yeah. I mean. I, I mean. No, yeah. I, yeah. From it's just to set the context. I mean. To, to add to, to what Julien was saying, there was always going to be trouble because of, of Marseille's close ties to, to AEK Athens um, as, as, you know, sort of affiliated club of ours. Uh, you know, they, 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 I know for a fact that the, the sort of the firms and, and, and the ultras had been, had been winding each other up for, for days, days, days before this game. So it doesn't surprise me the trouble in Marseille. Does, what I will say what does surprise me is the, the lack of prepar- preparedness from the police forces. Um, you know, it's happened already against Galatasaray this, earlier this season. It happened against Basel. You know, that some of their fans ran riot through the city one afternoon. What 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 is it going to take for the the prefecture, even though they supposedly agreed with Park that only fans with tickets could travel, that they'd stay in their hotel, wouldn't go out in the city, um, and maybe some of these fans weren't affiliated with Park for the for the for the official game, etc. But you know what the fuck are the authorities doing? They should be checking these people at the airport. They should be asking them to prove they've got tickets. They should be, they, they, you know, there should just be better control in place. And only in Marseille will you see such laxism 
in terms of, yeah. of enforcing yeah. enforcing security, right? We shoot ourselves in the foot as well. The fans with the behaviour of, of fighting back and this mentality of we have to defend Marseille and shit. Well, guess what? You know the fucking stands closed, the Virage North closed against for a semi final, guys. And mm. we can appeal it, whatever you want. But at the end of the day, we've 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 been caught red-handed three times this season in Europe. For you can't always say it's not my fault. You know, we've we, we've been provoked. We've we've stupidly walked into the trap. We've responded with violence. And guess what? This was this was a long time coming. We know UEFA are going to clamp down hard on us because we've done it a few more times this season than anyone, sadly. But. I guess to set up the second leg, Steph, I guess it, it sort of translates into our fans were then subsequently banned by the Greek government from travelling to Greece, um, probably for the best, would have ended in, in a fucking bloodbath. Um, but, it, it, you know, they sort of, there was a lot of mouthing off from the Greeks, oh, you know, the, the La Tumba, you know, the atmosphere, we're going we're gonna to make you shit your pants, you know, you're not going to leave the stadium alive, blah, blah, blah. All of this for nothing. They were shocking again in the second half, second leg. Yeah. Yeah, okay, and, and and their atmosphere. Yeah, uh, just a few things to add. Um, um, I have. I don't know if, if you guys have, have a few more information. The uh, after the the home game, um, Park wrote uh, some sort of like statement, which was quite incendiary. They criticized, they criticized the the police. I think uh, it was their manager too. Their rightly, manager. yeah, and their manager also made yeah. some very weird claims. But uh, they're, they're, this, uh, yeah, Luchescu, yeah. I had a vision of horror. I imagine a club where the president would be Jean-Michel Olas, the co the head coach would be Luchescu, and the director of, of football would be Jean uh, Jacques Henriero. <laughs> I, th I think it would be I think it would be the house of whining. It would be so fantastic on a, as a media product. It would be fantastic. No, just kidding. Um, no, but yeah, like like uh, uh, wrote quite a very incendiary statement. And I, I expected a, uh, an answer from Marseille. I thought, OK, they, they, they wait for the second leg. Uh, etc. But uh, because there were quite strong accusations uh, in 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 the what the Pauk wrote, like they wrote that uh, at the end of the game, um, uh, uh, the the <clears throat> their groups were not escorted properly out of the stadium, and that they they had to leave in small in small group in small civil groups or of four or five people and things like that. And uh, if that's true, there is some strong accusations uh, like uh, uh, about very 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 bad. Uh, uh, organization because I have criticized Nice enough, for example, after the 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 home leg night, their home leg nightmare in August, last August, that that if if OM you know he's he's makes so huge mistakes like that too, I, you know I I think it's fair enough to to know about them, but 100%, 100%. yeah, but I I, I I I don't know, I didn't read any statement from from OM, I don't know, I'm, I and I don't know where I could get information about uh, about that. I guess it's not easy. Um, it's always going to be one side against the other, you know, who's got the truth, you'll never know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, facts, the facts are the facts, mm. they, they they had fans that travelled there that shouldn't have travelled there, Yeah. they had, that. you know, we 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 obviously got roped in by the AEK Athens guys to, to go for a punch up on the day before, mm. and then the day of the game, you know, what happened, they smashed up the whole fucking stadium, and yeah, yeah, yeah. all yeah. the seats were smashed, um, yeah, yeah, know, and burned yeah, they set fires. The, the outcome is from UEFA, you know, we've got a 90k euro fine and we have to close the Virage Nord for, for, the, for the first leg of the semi. 
they've got a 50k fine they have to pay for all of the repairs yeah. and they um i think they've they been two banned year, from, uh, yeah two year um, no it's not two years i think they've been banned for two games from having traveling fans and if another incident occurs in the next year then they've got a two-year ban two year ban okay yeah you know it's not yeah, harsh yeah. enough for them in my opinion but we no no for no, us, no. It's, it doesn't surprise me because of, because it's happened before this season sadly and 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 uh, you know what you're saying junior even though i don't have any further information based on the facts of what happened the two previous games we should have learned that lesson as a as a city and there's a club yeah. and there should have been extra fucking security and better measures in place yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a moment it was quite scary. I don't remember exactly which moment it happened. It was maybe after the middle of the first half or at the hour mark. I don't really remember. Uh, some, some of their, some of their guys, some of their guys, like the one that were in the second stand, not not on the top, but in the second stand, they managed to get the whole gate open, and and quite a lot of them like were about to open the gate and rush. They could have rushed like uh, basically uh, uh, outside, uh, almost. Uh, Almost on the pitch if they would have liked, and uh, some of the they had some guys on their part that did security and that was like working a bit as a buffer zone between uh, between the stadier from Marseille and and their own fans and they calmed the whole thing. But for for a moment it was he, uh, at least from you know from where I was he was quite a uh, quite scary because I thought oh my god if if you know if they start to to rush out of there it's going to be nasty. But um, well, you know, it's it it stayed like that. But it was definitely dangerous. To be fair, I would not have liked to be uh, uh, one of the Pauk fans over there. Like uh, you know, I, apparently they they stayed a long time. Like they were five or six hours without any water and any, anything like that. And you know, I I don't think they had like super lot of fun either. But some of them they really looked like they enjoyed it, which was weird. You know, like the, <laughs> some some people, they really make you wonder, like like travel, uh, what many thousand kilometers like that on a on a bus, and uh, I don't know, they 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 were there for uh, they were there for action, clearly. They they were not there for the football. They were they were mostly some of these guys were were, were there for uh, for for fighting and, and adrenaline. Well, you know, to each their own. Okay. Um, okay, so we'll just maybe to wrap things up, we'll move on to the um, the well um, preview in the the next round. But um, yeah, I think just to summarise to finish that one off, like I think that I actually thought we didn't start very well, and I think we came, you know, we came out of that game looking pretty good, to be honest. We could, you know, I could another good sort of like efficient performance you know and I think it's become a bit of a pattern recently like how we are just going into games in a very kind of like controlled methodical manner and 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 coming away with results and um never really looking like in trouble but but you know not always really excelling either but um in terms of like our um you know fluidity of play but we're just you know, quite a well-oiled machine at the moment. It's quite surprising, I think, because it's not really like the OM that I think a lot of us envisaged when Sam Pauli got the job. I think we all expected, well, a lot of us expected something a bit more kind of um, of like a roller coaster. You know, something a bit more up and down with extreme highs and lows. But we're actually like a really like well-organised team that just like. You know, gets results and does what it needs to do most most of the time. So yeah, it's just kind of like good to come out with a result of that. And I think um, it's sort of 
sets us up well for the next round, doesn't it? I mean, we can we can go into um, the semi-final um, feeling that we're a team that's mature, wouldn't you say? And so um, we've got final next, actually, which I think is a pretty tough game. But I think when you're getting towards semi-finals or tournaments, you can't really expect an easy draw, can you? So how are you guys feeling about this um, this draw? Look, yeah, look, you, you, you're in the semi-final. It's never going to be easy, right? Um, news from today is that they're, they're, they're sort of Dimitri Payet equivalents. I think their captain and, and, and their main sort of um, player who's played the most games is out of both legs with injury. Um, so that's that's positive. Um, but look, it's, I think the, the, the main thing I take away, well, I take away the, the, the main uh, sort of contextual point that's in our favour is that the return legs at the Villadon. So even even if we go there and snatch a draw, you would expect that the Villadon will be as full as it can be with a closed stand. And, and on that point, there may be a way for us to, to get around it like other teams have done by inviting some local kids or something and filling the stand up with them, um, which would be better than, than an empty stand, let's face it, right? But uh, look, I'm, you've got to be optimistic, guys. I mean, look, it's, it, when, when you look at the way we play, and, and especially after Sunday, even though we didn't we didn't do much on, on the attacking front, but we can hold our own, right? We can we can play the offside trap. We can, we've got a, con, a, a cohesive unit, whether it's a defence or a midfield. Um, you know, up front's the problem where where we, we we've been scoring, but you know we're reliant on on Payet recently, or, or thank God Arita's found form and maybe he he can continue that good form and, and be the main man. He, he's sort of the way he's performed in the last few games is is reminding me of Kabel Mariam in 2004, right? He's got the same sort of profile, you know, technician passer. Um, and so I say bring it on. I'm looking forward to it. You know, we're in the European Cup semi final. We could have got a chance of going to the final. Um, all of the teams, bar, I mean, I, I know. I mean, all of the teams look like we can actually beat them. You know, there's no big ogre like there have been in our previous cup runs, where there's been, you know, uh, in 2004 we had to beat Newcastle, Valencia, um, Inter, Liverpool, and then we, we faced, you know, probably the best Valencia team of the last 30 years, Rafa Benitez, that, that just won La Liga. Um, so it was tough, to, you know, to 2018, we faced Atletico Madrid, you know, Griezmann, they were a class above us anyway. And this year, it doesn't feel that way, right? It feels like we're probably the, the best team on, on paper and certainly in terms of our league form that's left in this competition. Um, my, my only worry is Jose Mourinho. Because it's, it's a shit tournament, Ben. It is, Steph, it is. But but look, we're in it. You've got to go all the way, right? And then and then it's worth it because a jamais les premiers, again, you know, it would be the first time that, that any teams win this competition. And if it's Marseille again, and we win it when PSG have just failed miserably with Messi and Mbappe and Neymar, it's, it's even sweeter, right? And we all know that the, the likelihood that, that this whole fucking thing is going to implode at any second anyway. So if we can win a trophy... Um, you know, bearing in mind that we've got this potential transfer ban coming up, I'd rather win a trophy and 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 suffer for three or four years of, of transition and rebuild because we've got a transfer ban and, and we lose players than than not win it and and be sat here twiddling our thumbs thinking, fuck's sake, when we, it's been ten years without a trophy. So I'm optimistic. Mourinho scares me because I worry that 
he 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 you know if anybody's got a good at parking the bus he he invented it and we know that that Sampoli doesn't really have a way around that unless all of our players are on top form and and Milik's fully fit and he's firing and we have an X factor but Mourinho's the only thing the only only unknown for me because he doesn't lose finals and that scares me but uh, he's got to get past Leicester first. I'm very optimistic, guys. Like, look, this is this is the most beautiful ending to a season in the last five years. We can't, we you can't, beggars can't be choosers. We can't complain. We've got to celebrate and enjoy this. Okay. Yeah, um, exactly. Just, sorry, just so. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say one thing. Um, I'll just me. be, I'll be very quick. Um, just okay. for people listening, like the player you're talking about that's missing, Ben is the Turkish guy, isn't it? Caught two or something. Is that who you mean? They're, you said they're Dimitri Payet. I think, I think so, yeah. He's the star player. Um, I, I, sorry, I don't know how to say his name. But um, but yeah, and um, I mean, I just, I'll just say, like you, you're talking about Roma, but there's still Leicester City in there as well. I mean, I think whoever you get in the final is going to, I think we'd be the underdogs probably at this stage. But anyway, uh, Julian. Um, no, no, I, I just wanted to say, that uh, Stefan, in in my book, you'll be able to say that it's a shit tournament <clears throat> only when you actually manage to say the full name of it without mistake. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, man. Um, no, uh, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with Ben. Like, like, I mean, really, I'm happy we're in we we are in this tournament. Of course, we know it's the it's it, it, it's the it's the it's poorer than than Europa League. Even though if you look at the at the top four in Europa League, uh, you know it's not so much more impressive. But of course, there were much bigger teams there that 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 went uh, that went away. But but like, um, yeah, I think we are slight favorite uh, against uh, against Feyenoord. Clearly, uh, maybe a bit if it stays like that. Uh, a, a bit better than slight especially if they're missing their key player so maybe it's like what a 60 40 for us or a, something like that maybe max 65 35 yeah max 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 so you know they, they, that's going to be a game they they are they have a they are they are a club with a great history and uh, they won uh, they have european silverware and uh, they they are really they are really a force to be respected uh, um Football from uh, from Netherlands is is always to be respected, um, but yeah, like we should enjoy. It's a European semis, and we are favorite favorites for it. And in the final, to me, it's gonna be whether it's Leicester or, or Roma. Yeah, of course, I, I really wouldn't like Roma um, because of, of of Mourinho. But uh, it's it's anyway, you know, like there is absolutely not this, the same sort of of like huge gap that there was before Atletico. Where where we knew we we were the underdog and 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 we got we got outplayed by uh, Atletico team that that ne- never really had to force you know they didn't force m- more against us in Atletico against us in the final than for example we had to force uh, against Pauk at Pauk you know kind of you know I don't think they had to do more than than what we did like they were in control and we we tried and tried but in the end you know they won three nil. And I really don't think it's going to be the same that time if we're in the final. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is probably the only European competition we can win at the moment. Uh, and we have real chance uh, for it. So, uh, uh, yeah, we should enjoy and uh, and go for it. Huh? It's uh, à jamais les premiers. 
Okay. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I can't argue with any of that, you know. I think we'll probably get through, personally, to the final. You know, I, th- I think we we can beat Feyenoord over two legs. Um, but I I don't think we'll we'll go into the final as a uh, favourite. I think I would I think we'll be underdogs now. I think we'll struggle against either Roma or Leicester in the final. But we'll just got to get through final first, and we can sort of reassess that then, can't we? So um, yeah, let's not assume we're getting there yet. Okay, I, I think it's probably everything tonight. Uh, we've covered a lot of games, um, so. I think we'll say good night. Um, it's good to get back together and to hear um, everyone's uh, assessment on the recent matches. So, um, yeah, thanks, guys. And, yeah, thanks, everyone else, for listening. And, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully get out there again soon with another episode. Yeah, I um, think especially... um, I will try and do some sprints. I mean, I'm happy to, yeah. to do, like, record on Monday and, and when you can't stuff stuff like Look, we've we've got to enjoy it. I want to I want to milk this this good good end to the season as much as possible and have memories. So yes. I want to record as much as possible because if we if we don't, we'll regret it, right? I think you're absolutely right. I was thinking the same thing actually. I think we're as we're getting towards the sort of final countdown, um, we yeah then we're in a good position. Like we're probably going to want to do some coverage over the next few weeks of all these games. So yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so. Uh, Yeah, good night, guys. Good night, guys. Thanks, everyone.